Unbelievable. You, subject name here, must be the pride of subject hunt out here. <laughs> I've got Connor hooked up to a vocoder right now. Because I'm still there. <laughs> Let me try that one. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing him on a MIDI keyboard. So it's a. It's a. It's an amazing act of synchronization. Also, I've got headphones on and I'm hearing everything at a slight delay. So this is just the trippiest thing in the world. Give, give, me, give, me, give me a turret line. Are you still there? Okay, I think we can nail this. Let me use pitch bend to go ahead one more time. Are you still there? Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I know you can't hear it, but I can hear it. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> What else do we have? Uh, I'm going to turn you into a giant robot. Oh, a giant robot. (laughs) Megatron. Uh, can I can I get um I am Optimus Prime what what does he say? Uh, something something Autobots. Something something Autobots roll out. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. get Autobots roll out. I am Optimus Prime. Something something Autobots roll out. <laughs> yeah, sounds just like uh, what's his name? Peter Cullen. <laughs> oh man, I want to be on the vocoder. Uh. What's up, my dude? <laughs> Wait, let me turn your vocoder off, or this episode is going to be incredibly trippy. Yeah, that would be quite annoying. Okay, we're back to we're back to non-robot Connor. How's it going? Oh man, this week's been crazy. How yeah. have you been? Uh, pretty good. Um, busy here, you know, as it is, holding down the fort, keeping keeping the fort pretty stationary. Pretty, pretty well grounded. Make sure this that fort. fort doesn't move anywhere. It's not allowed to move anywhere. <laughs> it's been told countless times. How long has it been since Portal came out? Uh, 2007. 2007. So mm-hmm. what? 10, 11 years. Yeah, eleven years. It's insane. I guess that would make it something from our childhood. Yeah. You know what came out even longer? Uh, like longer ago. The Incredibles. Oh Incredibles my gosh. 2 is out this weekend. That's so relevant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's such a relevant topic. Let's have that be our transition. Cue the music. <laughs> Your best friends created the best show in the universe. And they took that show and made that show 100% worse. Presenting podcast extravaganza 100% worse. The show that gets better every day. Presented in stunning 4K. Do, 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 do. Wait, no, that's McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we're talking about old stuff this week. Yeah, let me. I'm yeah, holding a MIDI. I'm holding a MIDI keyboard on my lap. Let me. <laughs> yeah, let's, on the ground. Let's, let's put that down. Uh, <clears> with grace f- and precision, I, the consummate radio professional, have just put a MIDI keyboard back on the ground, without even tripping over it once. You're gonna trip over it, uh, like gonna, in like a episodes. second. I'm gonna trip over it. Yeah, uh, Graham actually stands up and moves around. <laughs> yes, uh, we we have uh, we have a hired stagehand hold a mic in front of his face, and he yeah. he's just gotta predict where Graham's mouth is gonna go next. Yeah, we we it was cheaper to hire somebody to follow me around to the mic than it was to get a headset mic. Um, well, I don't yeah, know but why you don't like stuff touching. We talk about <laughs> it. He, he's a real diva. I'm under a lot of contract and a lot of obligation right now just to be doing this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I used to do this show by myself, and uh, Connor was the one who would follow me around at the mic. But then he had so many <laughs> great snappy comments all the time. 
uh, we gave him a mic, but we, then we had to have somebody follow him around to the mic. It was kind of a, a real, a real human centipede situation of microphones, <laughs> except in the best possible way, in the good way of of the human centipede. The the pleasant, <laughs> the, the, you know, the the nice one for kids. Um, man, so The Incredibles. Yeah, that was yeah, two thousand four. 14 years ago. Are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. Did you say that number again? Uh, 2004, 14 years ago. Oh my gosh. It's not sinking in. It's not. No, I was a... A, a yeah, tadpole. I was, a, I was in like elementary school. We were both in elementary... We were, we were little polywogs. Our, our, our land legs had not yet grown. That's incredible. It feels like... No, it doesn't feel like yesterday. It really actually feels like it's been a super duper long time. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see The Incredibles 2. That's... Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, look at a uh, person who sees movies a year before they come out over here. <laughs> uh... Or a day or whatever. Yeah, it's only a day. <laughs> uh... <laughs> but yeah, old stuff. What, what, what was from your childhood? Uh... Well, here's the here's the thing. Let me just kind of you know throw throw a little um throw a little frame around this. But I was thinking a lot this week, this week and the past week. Um, I think it was kind of like all the stuff surrounding my 21st birthday. That's like a like you know like a milestone birthday, and I hit it last Saturday. On the day, I was just like thinking constantly about stuff from when I was really little. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff from like like the earliest stuff that I remember, but also stuff from just like not, I guess not like an insanely long um, amount of t- time ago. But that's just like I don't know, like the the really nostalgic stuff, which would be an example oh, of one sure. of those would be okay. Well, I think one that everybody uh gets nostalgic for if you mention it is Sagwa, the PBS show, uh, animated PBS show about the the Chinese cat, the Chinese Siamese cat, who uh, went on adventures and and wrote by dipping her tail in ink. Yeah, super trippy. Uh, I forgot it existed until you mentioned it I, a little bit ago. Sagwa is such a weird phenomenon. I mean, you can Google it, and if you Google Sagwa or or like show with the cats, you'll come up with like all these posts from from different people all over the internet. Um from people who are trying to remember the name of the show, from people who are convinced that the show never existed, from people who can vaguely remember it but can't quite. And then, it, like, once you explain Sagwa to somebody, you just see the light go on in their eyes, and they're like, I'm not crazy. It was a real show. For me, that's not the only one like that. Uh, what What else? Like, Okay, Um. sure. I'll give you one more example. For the longest time, I could not... I, for, I didn't know if it was real or not. And I also couldn't remember the name of it if it was real. Um, I just had this vague memory in my head of seeing something when I was really little, watching this show that had. It, it was like this is Turbo Teen, isn't it? No, it's this not is Turbo Teen. Turbo Teen. <laughs> you're, you're creating bits for me that I'm not even <laughs> trying to come up with. I honest, honestly just thought this was going to be a Sensing such a lack of joke. trust here. <laughs> no, it was a, it was another old. I think it was old PBS show, animated, and it had to do with um, 
circus animals, and I remember there being like a big pink elephant. That was all I had to go on. Yeah, you've lost me. Yeah, and anybody that I asked about it, they were like, what, circus, pink elephant? It just wasn't enough information. Um, I Googled it because I'm, you know, consummate Googler, and I found out it was an old show called Marvin the Tap Dancing Horse. Marvin the Tap Dancing Horse. Yes. How did you first see this? I've never heard of it. It was an old PBS show. Old PBS show. Yeah, it came on between, you know, George Shrinks and Sagwa and whatever else. George Shrinks, that's another one. George Shrinks. I remember Curious George, not George Shrinks. Uh, Yeah, George Shrinks was about, it was based on a book, and it was about uh, this kid who, like, shrinks to a, a tiny size and uh, goes on adventures. Lots of gizmos and gadgets and stuff. So, like, Magic School Bus. Well, no. They do that. that. I mean, they, they also like go to space and stuff. But that's <laughs> not that. important. That's I think the episode where they go inside Ralph until he. Uh, yeah, that's a weird episode. Yeah. Most episodes of that show were just. Weird. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Go watch them did. again now, and it's just it, weird. It does. Yeah. This this psychopath of a teacher is just like straight up almost killing kids. To be like, let's go learn about red blood cells. Let's go learn about this comet in space. Let's go. Everyone, out of the school bus. Yes, it's space. That's fine. Don't worry. You can breathe for a little bit. The weird thing about the magic school bus to me is how its entire focus was on science, uh, reasoning, logic, rational thinking, Mm -hmm. and the uh, real-life natural causes behind things. And the name of the show, one more time, The <laughs> Magic, Magic School Bus. Bus. Yeah. <laughs> it's not scientific. It just does this stuff. And there's no there's no scientific reasoning behind it at all. So it's kind of like it's kind of like rolling up and just going, listen, uh, it's important to learn about science, even though none of that matters, because this bus delies, defies all the laws of science. They don't count for anything. But I just want to get inside Ralph real quick, inside his veins, and do some weird stuff in there. So why don't we just climb aboard the magic school bus? Take these pills, it's fine. You know what else was built on a base of science and uh, trying to educate kids about different things, but didn't care about that in the slightest. Ah, now you're referring to the 1984 ABC series Turbo Teen. No, I was referring to Animorphs. <laughs> okay, so our other one. It's the other one. Teaching that kids zoology and about different animals. <laughs> and in the very first book, there's like, bam, aliens. Aliens. Now, I think you can, I think aliens are more scientific than the, just straight up the word magic describing <laughs> describing the vehicle that... that well, yeah, but they're t- trying to teach kids about animals on Earth. And in the very first book, they're like, okay, here's a new animal. It's not on Earth. It's not real. Yes, but you could also make the argument that the Animorphs books weren't an educational, like they weren't supposed to actually. If they weren't, I'm surprised. It's, reading them definitely feels that's what kind of like. Really? Kinda, yeah, that's kind of what, like, when the dude goes into, turns into a fly or whatnot, it kind of shows how the fly brain works a little bit and how the fly sees things. And, like, it kind of shows, like, different stuff. And it it definitely feels a lot like uh, an edgy, like, someone who's writing a an educational series and trying to make it not educational. Um, except for it actually really worked. Because it 
turned out to be about like aliens and stuff. I mean, the thing I, <laughs> the other possibility is that K.A. Applegate or Catherine Applegate uh, just really liked animals and wanted to just put it like had an insane amount of uh, information about animals and just used it in her stuff. Kind of like how a lot of like noir or like crime writers have a background in forensics. And so mm-hmm. they, they put into like as much visceral detail about each crime as they can. Or like how Brian Jakes just knows an inordinate amount about ships. And so if you read like a, a Redwall book, you're going to just learn a lot about like ships and cooking, a lot of cooking, a whole lot of cooking in those books. <laughs> I still have yet to read Redwall. I know that was a big part of uh, your, what do you call that? Library? Child. Oh, library. Childhood library. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Like uh, no, not as in like the physical building, but like inside your mind, like yeah. the library of okay. your mind. Did we talk about Redwall yet on this show? No, we haven't. Wait. We may have. I remember but... having this conversation. I don't remember if we had it on the show. I, uh, I mean, I loved the Redwall books as a kid. I got super into those, and it's funny because they're also about you know anthropomorphic animals. Uh, I mean, anamorphs is kind of just about like people and animals, the people who turn into animals. Uh, Redwall is just about animals who act like people. It was weird. It, it, it was like you would frequently forget that they were animals. Because they're like, they're like decapitating each other and like getting on ships and walking on their feet and stuff. Yeah, people things. <laughs> people things. Decapitations. You know. Living in houses. Who are you? Animals? What, are you what are you doing? What are you doing in there? Uh, you know what I had as a kid uh, and I loved and that's sadly not around anymore, but I would love for it to be around again innocence and that's the thing i think for oh, a lot of us oof <laughs> major oof right there <laughs> what are you gonna say i was gonna say bionicles oh bionicles uh, yeah bionicles oh man talk to me about bionicles uh well bionicles was originally created to try and save a slowly dying lego can you imagine uh, yeah it was weird at, at some point in time like I don't know when it was like 2001, 2000. Bionicles probably weren't back then. It was like maybe 2006. I don't know. Lego was kind of going under, kind of going down a little bit. Uh, there was just other stuff. And so they had to... Because one of their enemies was like made a threat, you know, and they were like, we're going to tear, tear this place down brick by brick. But then they actually did. And so that's kind of what it was, is that all their blocks were disappearing. Very literal <laughs> threats sometimes that get made against these Danish corporations. Is Lego Danish? Is that relevant is, at all? Uh, I don't know. It's it's somewhere in there. Um, the, the important thing is that Norwegian we know the nationality maybe, of this plastic brick company. Uh, and so they set out to create a completely new IP, like a completely new product, and it was Bionicle. And it got super convoluted super quickly. And there are comics, there yep. are books, there yep. are movies... Yes. And there are little bits of information and lore in games uh, mm-hmm. and in the sets themselves to where, like, learning the full story took a long time. It took me a long time before. I, I've read most of every Bionicle book. Maybe not some of the, like, encyclopedias or some of the other stuff that you get, like uh, like a Lost Tales book or something. Uh, but most of the main ones, I've seen the movies and played 
every single game because I had a Game Boy Advance for a little bit. Um, Re- really? They're yeah. for Game Boy Advance? Well, I, yeah. I know what I'm doing um, with my... They weren't very week. good. I don't care. <laughs> I was... Uh, and I, I remember Bionicle. I wasn't super into Bionicle. I mean, I had a few Bionicles. Um, never really figured out if they were, like, supposed to be robots or... Uh, no. that, that point is moot. It actually doesn't matter. Yeah. They're just some form of just some robotic, form of, organic life form. They're kind of like it. Transformers, I guess. Right. Except for the whole theme of Transformers. Like, they are metal and machine and we are human, but they're yeah. remove the human and it's just them. Right. And so no one really talks about how they're like organic machinery or whatever. Right. I, I remember learning words like Mata Nui and... Um, yeah. Oh. I, yeah, like I said, I had a few Bionicles. I read some of the comics... Um, I think I played like one of the games. One of the PC games was kind of engaging. Yeah, uh, it I've was played kind of like one. a bit of like an open worlder. Uh, they also had a bunch of games on the Lego site itself. Yeah. Um, there was a an arena simulation game where you could choose a Bionicle. This was for like one of the later generations of Bionicle, so it wasn't like for Mata or Metro Nui or anything. Um, and you could choose like a hero and a a, a different kind of bionicle. Oh yeah, and then they you were could very like contentious people, weren't they? Bionicles always fighting. Everything had to do with fighting. Yeah, everything was fighting. Uh, but this this little arena game, I remember it ran on Unity, and back when Unity was like not as good as it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Unity barely worked on my computer because I had an old old thing. <laughs> uh, but I, I'd be able to play it, and you'd be able to, ha- like, you know, you'd be able to dodge attacks. You'd be able to heavy attack or light attack. And there were, like, some slight strategy. It's, it was a browser game on Lego.com, yeah. so it wasn't anything involved. It just kind of gave me the love for the games I like now. Is it just me? super weird. Or does nobody play, like, browser games anymore? I, I don't Nobody know if it plays was just browser games anymore. No, I don't know if it was just like just my development or what. When I was a kid, like everybody was looking to score the next cool like like play free games online site. You know, whether it was like Congregate or like oh, I remember Congregate. What, Miniclip was that one. Miniclip was one. Or like Miniclip took a lot of stuff from uh, Newgrounds, like uh, free fog dot com or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like you were always looking to to play the cool free flash games i remember playing um god can couldn't tell you the name of it on congregate some kind of tower defense game that was amazing balloons tower defense 100 percent. it was balloons tower defense probably right probably balloons tower defense four maybe three (laughs) i remember playing um uh this stick figure fighting game it was called like um i think it was just called bullet time fighting and it uh it was just this like shooting slash you know kind of street fighter type game with with stick figures but it had a cool mechanic built in where you could hold down i think tab uh and it would put everything in matrix time so it would be like that's kind of neat yeah it would be like half time or something like that now does your character move in normal speed or do they go in half time too? everything moves slower okay so it just gives you time to think it just gives you time to think yeah it's really cool um i uh man can tell you where to find that game. I've not played that game in probably seven, eight years. I remember playing a lot of online boggle. Online boggle? A lot of online boggle. Well, this explains uh, 
your repertoire <laughs> of English. It's not re- the thing. The thing about Boggle is that you learn not the meanings of a lot of words, but you learn that there are a lot of combinations of letters that are words. And that's all you need to know is that they are words like S-A-E. I believe that's a word. I have no idea what it's supposed to mean, but I know that you can play it in Boggle. (laughs) And that's what's important. Uh, That could have been the entire, uh, the entire Boggle theme song. Just, "Mm, what you say? Spelled (laughs) S-A-E. What does it mean? um, It it means server not found. Firefox can't find the server at www.google.com. Are you sure that's the meaning of SAE? Or is my internet just not working? I looked it up and it says you have network connectivity <laughs> issues. What is it, uh, Leslie? I typed your symptoms into this yeah. thing here. The old, the old Andy Dwyer method. Self-addressed envelope. Really? So it, it was... Society of Automotive Engineers. Well, it's probably... the. Fr- does it mean anything else? Because I doubt you can use an acronym. But maybe, uh, well, I guess that you can is... use laser. And laser is an acronym and it's just become a word. Mm-hmm. Another thing we talked about in my linguistics class. Oh, it looks like say is actually a noun. So it's not just a what acronym. Is it? it is self-addressed envelope. Oh, I see. So a say is just the really? thing. Yeah, it's a noun. Huh. That's weird. I thought it was like some old Germanic word. But the more you know. The more you grow, I don't think that that's the, I don't know if they actually, but that was an old thing they used to do. The more you know, the more you grow is what that was. Um, Man, I remember. Is that where the star comes from? That is where the star comes from. That is where the star comes from. Okay. It's just the more you know, and I don't remember if it says the more you grow after it, but that is the rest of that phrase. That's what, that's, that's what the rest of. I actually had no idea what the the rest rest of of that phrase was. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real, uh. Real important one to know. <laughs> what games did you... I mean, what's like the chronology of games that you played? Like like as a kid oh, and then up till geez. now. What, what would you say? Because I, um, I didn't game a lot when I was younger. But I know you've... you've I mean, you've gamed... Yeah, the first games I've ever, I ever played was my dad's Atari 2600. Um, a, a, like original. It, the theme was amazing. Wow. Um, he sold it. Which was actually super sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I t- I would have kept it. I would have loved it. We had all the all the games: Galaga, Pac Man, mm. Pie Fight. Oh Pie Fight was gosh. one of my favorites. I could um, kill for some Galaga. We had that weird, trippy game of like you're a mouse and there are cats and there are trampolines and doors and if you open a special door the right way, a sound wave goes through the hall and blasts the cat off and it's all 2d and it was super buggy and known for breaking all the time i hate to tell you this but i think somebody gave you acid when you were just a kid (laughs) someone gave those developers acid i don't remember what game that was but man that was weird uh and then it just kind of went uh to a few pc games uh yeah like lego island which was Personally, I love Lego Island. Now, it's a terrible game. I understand that, but I still really like Lego Island. I tell you, I loved the few PC games that I played, uh, mostly Axis and Allies yeah. for the PC. I mean, it's, it's a, that's kind of, that was kind of my repertoire of games, though, that, was, was, it's a board that game, I played yeah. when I was a kid. There were board games 
for that had been made into computer games. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for some reason, I, I don't love a lot of board games. I think I don't have the patience, but for for whatever reason, I love playing those same board games on the computer. Axis and Allies, Risk, even Monopoly. Now, Axis and Allies will not run on my new computer. It, yeah, it's, I think it's, the last it's, thing it'll run old. on is like XP. Probably, it's it's rather old, and uh, it was already like backwards compatible for XP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the first game that I got where I realized, or where I thought, okay, now this is a video game, was a GameCube. My dad kind of just came home one day and mm-hmm. had a GameCube, uh, which was awesome. Yes. And he got Super Mario Sunshine. There you um, go. So I actually played Super Mario Sunshine before I played Super Mario World, before I played, because uh, I didn't have an NES. I had an Atari 2600 and then a GameCube. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't play 64. I didn't play any of that. Because I had computer games like Lego Island and uh, some Nancy Drew. Oh yeah, uh, everybody played the Nancy click, Drew point and click game. Uh, game, and there was one that was like it had a super creepy corridor, and it was this old snowbound. Oh yes, and, and Slender. Like... You're thinking of Slender Man, the game, the movie, <laughs> and the there theme was this, park. There was this uh, tower that I had to get past in order to solve the mystery or something. And there was this really creepy picture. It was it was a normal picture. I swear it was just straight up a normal picture. Something unnerved me so much about that that I could not pass. And I hate to tell you this, but I think when you're a kid, somebody gave you just a lot of marijuana. <laughs> just a whole Do you remember just being very hungry as a kid? Uh no. Do you remember actually, just I've being in hungry. Do you remember dry mouth? A little bit of red eyes? Mm. You will. You will. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite game right now? Right now? Oh, that is so hard. Is it because uh, don't, don't, don't say any games because I'm not going to say any games yet. Uh, but Super Mario Sunshine has my second most playtime of any game ever. Uh, and I'm pretty confident in that fact. Uh, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite game. I don't think my favorite game is my first most played because it's just Stockholm syndrome at this point, and I yeah, don't Stockholm, Sweden, where they where they make the Legos, <laughs> the Danish Legos. <laughs> um, as of this point right now, I just got done with Tomb Raider, the 2013 uh, remaster, like remake, and that was really good. Here's a um, question from somebody who's not an avid gamer: Lara, 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 Lara Croft, yeah. Lara Croft. Thank you. Not Lara. Actually, going back and replaying that, but like editing everyone's dialogue to say Lara would be amazing. All you have to do is just hand me the script and say, pronounce this how you think. Pronounce it as the spirit leads. Because I'll get it wrong. Alejandro percent always get it wrong. Oh, you should play Skyrim then. <laughs> I, do play, I do play Skyrim. <laughs> the few games that I've actually, well, not gotten very far well, don't into. Don't worry, but... now you can play it on your fridge. <laughs> smoke detector and <laughs> the cardboard box that or the, the, the box that the Skyrim disc comes on you can uh-huh. also play it on that too uh, it's, it's pretty great but oh oh they they did just release uh, this E3 was just a bit ago um, they just released uh, well, not released they announced 
teased uh, Elder Scrolls Six. So when oh yeah, when that comes out, that might be my favorite game. And what's up with Fallout seventy six? Giving West Virginia some love. I say that like I'm from. I've been to West Virginia a couple, a couple times. It was yeah, but nice. nobody thinks it's a real thing. No. If you say West Virginia, they imagine Virginia, and then they Virginia? think the west side. Oh yeah, of Virginia. what's the west part of Virginia? The weird thing is, it's not. I mean, it's kind of west. It's kind of. I feel like there's a better name for it. <laughs> there's Virginia, Probably. and then there's what? What would you call West Virginia? Instead of West it, Virginia, well, let's actually like, rename all of the. It's, let's let's okay. Let's start with West Virginia. So we have Virginia, Virginia, okay. and then what would you call West Virginia instead? Let's just spitball gummy spitball, land, gummy land, uh, tumbleweed. tumbleweed, tumbleweed. I don't think they have no. any tumbleweeds no, in West have, Virginia. Yeah, but see, it's a Greenland, Iceland kind of thing okay. because we can then name like Montana now can be named, uh, or no, not Montana, but Colorado can be mm-hmm. named Mountainland, mm-hmm. Huntington Max, Hill, Hillland, Huntington Max. I think Huntington is probably my favorite place from West Virginia, or or. How about um, just calling it, it, it'll be long on the postcards, but you just came here because you were going to visit D.C. and this was cheaper than staying in real Virginia. <laughs> can we put, can we, can that be on a license plate? This one place, everyone knows where it is. Nobody really cares. Uh, what are we going to call no South? No one cared enough to give it a name. <laughs> what are we going to call South Dakota? South Dakota. Uh, and if we rename South Dakota, do we have to rename North Dakota? No, 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 no. South Dakota is Dakota. North Dakota is Dakota's hat. Dakota's hat? Dakota's hat. Uh, okay. Or could they just, could it be a fun thing where it's like, mm, one of them could be Dakota Fanning and one of them could be, I guess, just Dakota. Or they could just become Dakota. Just do a full Fairly Odd Parents. North and South Dakota have merged and become one big Dakota. Separate, yeah, just make make them the same. Yeah. I'm sure they won't mind. We could do that with with North and South Dakota. I think that'd be North fine. Nobody cares. North and South Carolina, they're basically the same. California in the bottom of the ocean. Uh, I'm sorry. Mm, I'm sorry. California. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going there anyway. So I didn't have to, I didn't have to say anything. Uh, no, it's almost like Southern California and Northern California should actually become different states, though. Probably. They're kind of, right now, it's like they're, they're, um, you know that game that you'd play as a kid where, I don't know if you ever played this, but you and somebody else would stand up in front of each other, facing each other, you'd put your hands on each other's hands, you would both push, and then at some point, and you'd have to keep your feet in the same place, and then one of you would pull your hands back at some point, or both of you would whenever and then the first person to kind of like fall and move their foot would lose that's kind of what north and north uh northern california and southern california are doing right now and at some point one of them is just going to slip and fall into the ocean <laughs> or they or they can settle their differences but i don't think it's going to happen now west virginia and virginia it's kind of funny isn't it because it's like north dakota south dakota north carolina south carolina yeah. It's and the only it's like, one that's west. It's like it's not even East Virginia. It's no. just Virginia, and then West Virginia. Yeah, it's like Virginia like was tacked on with a stapler. They should really be called Virginia and not Virginia. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Not Virginia. <laughs> Welcome to the state of not Virginia. <laughs> Can't wait till the McElroy brothers go make season two of their show in not Virginia. 
Anyway, that's what we think about Sagwa here on our show, 100% Worse, where we make a great use of vocoders and we talk about not Virginia, I guess. Thank you all so much for listening. Now, before we go, we've got one more thing we got to do. Yeah. And that's consult the real expert, the Dictionary of Dreams. Oh, 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 yeah. Where'd that go? Which uh, knows what's uh, up and knows what's good. Now, uh, I'm going to let you choose any word that you think might apply to this episode. Any word that might apply Anything to this episode. Anything at all. Flute. Flute? Is it really? Flute. I just turned. You just turned. I just I saw just this turned, happen. You just turned. Okay. Just like, well, here flute. we go. Let's have, let's have a little bit of flute. The dream of hearing notes from a flute signifies a pleasant meeting with friends from a distance and profitable engagements. For a young woman to dream of playing a flute denotes that she will fall in love because of her lover's engaging manners. Flute. Very good. Well, that wraps everything up i think it just really uh just puts it all in a in a big in a big old in a big old empty nutshell now if you want to get a hold of us you can do that at you can do that at hundo at turboteam.com <laughs> well turboteammovie.com oh my bad i messed that that up. lawyer that lawyer oh, that gun. lawyer hit me back this week by the way oh, really? yeah he said now, let, let me kind of recap the conversation that, that had occurred up till that point. He said, uh, I said, can I buy buy this uh, domain, please? And he said, that'll be $24,000. And I said, you're out of your gourd. And he said, nothing for like a long time. And then he replied back uh, just yesterday. And he said, hi, uh, just uh, checking in. Has anything changed since the last time we spoke? And I said, are you a bot? Because I don't think that you've been answering any of the questions that I asked. And he hasn't answered yet. <laughs> uh, I think it's a bot, mate. <laughs> well, you can you can email us at... Uh, <laughs> I can think of it as a movie. You can email us at 100%worse at gmail.com. That's the number 100 100% the words percent and worse. We'll get it. Someday. <laughs> Someday we'll figure out how to do that in sync. <laughs> Anywho, shout out to our sponsor, Wet Soap. It's useful. <laughs> Thanks, Wet Soap, for sponsoring this. Uh, yeah, I, I tried to hold on to that one, but it was just uh, out of my reach. Um, you could also shoot us a tweet. Shoot us a tweet? What is well, this? I don't what kind ca- of show I come up is with this? The, I don't come up with the verbs that you're the verb person you can bionicle us a tweet all right uh it's a verb that's not a verb well it becomes a verb you when you say it like that virginia us a tweet you're kind of yeah you can drive to not virginia and send us a tweet uh-huh of the signs of west virginia saying mm-hmm. welcome to west virginia but kind of scratch it off with a little snapchat filter and put yeah not. we encourage uh, vandalism here at 100 percent worse i said with a snapchat filter don't actually do it do snapchat it on your phone vandalism Or if anyone wants to actually steal a West Virginia sign and mail that to me, that'd be you great. You have still not said our Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, right. I have not. What is it now? Uh, it is. At 100% worse? That's the one. And that's the number 100, 100 the words per cent and worse. Yeah, that's not bad. Also, uh, if you please leave us an iTunes rating, help us get to the top of those pops, those podcast pops, those charts. 
top of those on top on top of the world hey hey we appreciate you thanks kenny for doing the opening monologue feeny uh you do great week after week week Thank after you. week after week i've been connor hughes i've been graham ganahl this has been 100 percent worse thanks for listening long live turbo teen and they took that show and made that show 100 percent worse like I said, can't think of a close example. <laughs> what do we even do to close? This is my podcast. What do we do to close this show?